Welcome back to another episode of Bossiers, the Creatives Conversation. This episode, we will be focusing on mental health and how it exists and the form it takes in the creative process. For those of you who don't know me personally, mental health is something I take very seriously. And that coupled with the the old notion that there's this link between madness and genius, which I think dates back to Aristotle, I think. Don't quote me on that. I thought it would be a really good second topic to dive into. So on this episode, I'm here with my good friend, Rue. Say hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know Rue, she's a visual and digital artist. And she is known for her art show imprint and her poetry event spoken. A bunch of other fun stuff. I don't know if you want to throw in anything that you want. Yeah, yeah known for it, dear. That's what I <laughs> Like I said before, there is this notion in media, not just current media, but media from long, long time, that there is a codependent relationship with madness and genius, not just creative genius, but like every the different types and levels of um genius. So how true do you think that is? Um, I think it depends on what exactly you refer to as madness. People look at it different ways. That's what I'm saying. It could be like you, some people thrive in chaos, while other people it's more of a, um, like what emotional state they're in. So I think it's both. I like it is a thing, but it just is different for everybody. Like some people have like pretty much different things that they can can um, relate to. In relation to that, personally, I I think for for me, I can't. I don't do well in in a chaotic or stressful environment. I don't do well when my mental health isn't like. I'm not gonna pretend that mental health is ever hundred percent, but you know we have our good days, and I feel like that's when I put out my best work. But Everybody, like, there's just this, I guess, should I say stereotype, that people create their best work when they're going through something or they're, um, they have a mental disorder. Um, what's that? What's the, the, the one that Connie has? Bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. depression, alcohol abuse, substance abuse. These are, like, things that I've realized people like to romanticize and align with. Is it that this 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 encourages art? Like, or is it that when you're going to art, are you going this type of um, environment? It, it it drives you to that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when you think about like what art is, it kind of not to romanticize it, but it kind of plays on um. If you're willing to, if you're on that 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 spectrum, that kind of like. Mm-hmm. prefers to um you know just put out their thoughts um it tends to be well in ex- ex- experience it tends to be um easier for me to for example if i'm going to do something emotional it's much easier for me to um write writing isn't something that i share with other people but it's just a creative outlet so some yeah. people use it as an outlet whereas that's where that's just where the talent shines and when they put their emotions into something like that um, sometimes it doesn't even communicate exactly what they feel. 
but it's just something for people to um look at subject objectively sorry and you know just just gather different kinds of the messages from it so i feel um using it as an outlet is where the connection um lies whereas people just if i feel super sad i'm just going to paint something um to feel better to get my mind off things and stuff like that so yeah i can see where people can can link the two yeah you ever channel that energy into your art person i know you say you write um, and I write too, cause I I really and truly don't plan for put out my writings either. I feel like it's pr- probably an everybody thing. Like people, not really everybody, but a lot of majority of creatives that I know, they write. Or you you don't even know that they write. I feel like it's it's just therapeutic sometimes. But, um, yeah, yeah. Because writing, I don't. For me, writing it just it takes. It's a way to get everything that you're feeling out of you in a healthy way is I guess it's a healthy coping mechanism and you put it on the paper sometimes I used to I used to and do not follow me guys this is just a confession I used to do I used to burn the paper after I write now listen to me no I'm not telling y'all to go and burn the paper okay do not let government come and sue me for inciting arson all right not to what did I say with you? Do you do you channel that negative energy into your art per se, or is it just writing? Um, yeah, I do. It's it depends because I just have to to um to maintain some kind of balance. Because whereas sometimes channeling is it doesn't make you feel better. It's not always productive per se, and I mean that in the sense that if well, I'm speaking on, on, on like my situation. Right. Um, I try to do things that are more um, not geared towards my emotions, but just to produce something or put something out in terms of whether I'm working with clients or whatever. I tend to focus more on the, the stuff that are actually making money, which tends to be um, the ideas of other pe- people because they'd come to you and they'd be like, okay, I need this, 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 this. And then you just do all of it. So that's what I focus mainly on personally. And um that gives me a sense of um security because my sense of peace or whatever is knowing that okay I have some money. So or nice. I'm financially doing what that's where I find my peace. So, so your motivation is the money. Pretty much. <laughs> and that sounds that sounds shallow but it's just no, like no, I want no, to, no, 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 I want no. to be stable. Not no wrong really? because no, but you have some artists out there where them just like, yeah, man, do it for the love and the do happiness. It. I mean, well, yeah, the love, no need for the likes. <laughs> That's not <laughs> trying to be thinner, but the love not really care the bills. In the um, ideal world, you would be able to do it for the love and the money. I mean, and in an no ideal, for nothing. Yeah, right? in an ideal, but right now it's not ideal. So you know, but, but right, men are really enjoying. I mean, I really joined that starving artist um, trope. I'm not, I'm yeah. not starve. I'm not going to starve. I'm go with the money there. I'm <laughs> it's just like, I'd want to um, put more, because I do feel like a lot of emotions. I have a lot of ideas and I want to do this and that. But it's just, just to create that balance. And I wish that I had like that kind of comfort in life where I'm just like, okay, 
um, finance is good, so I can just go, go paint all day, whatever I feel like painting, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, that can also be, if you market yourself properly, you can you can um, actually be successful just painting what you feel because they have people with some, some large like IG pages where them just have a bag of paintings or digital artwork where them just get up and do something and then... And that's then, their main source of income? Then, yeah, people are just buying prints, buying prints, um, buying it on phone cases, you know, like... Wow, that's a goal. Yeah, that's a goal for me. So I'm like, yeah, I want to just paint something in a bag of people just buy it. So, yeah, you think, well, um... You know how? Where, first of all, if you think if you're an artist and you want to figure out, you know, um, how do I express myself? How do I, you know, um, thriving in the madness, or there has some some kind of or my men- mental state is affecting my work. It's like you have to think about the state that you're in, not even just mentally but financially, because that also affects your mental health yes. and everything. Else. Yes, and then you know, just you know place yourself where you think that you know this is where i'm most comfortable this is where i'm the happiest you know so right because i feel like this is a very stressful feel that feel i mean i feel like that's what according to the research that i did it is a very stressful feel and what's kind of ironic the psychologists say that the stress that stress overall kind of impedes um creativity we're in a stressful environment right and we go into that environment and we're, we have to juggle the thing is especially with jamaican creatives i've realized is that we're not just juggling our product and our services we're juggling marketing we're juggling management finances we're a whole business a whole small business in and itself and because of that and the environment i feel like the people in the jamaican creative space aren't as toxic as the ones that I'm reading about that I did the research on because it's, I don't know what goes on in other spaces. But... Um, in regards to what? Um, in terms of, like, uh, socially. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how the business is, the, the creative space is in other countries. Because in Jamaica, I feel like, it has its problem, but it's more on the level of structural development. Like we're not as developed and we're not as sound as yet because mm-hmm. it's still like a bodied industry, unfortunately. So we have to deal with marketing ourselves. We have to do a whole business by ourselves. And that stress, you, ha- you have to manage that stress and yourself and your work. And then at the same time, turn around and be creative. And that's so funny. And that's the ironic part. Because psychologists say that stress impedes um, creativity. So how the heck? <laughs> you're there and you're trying, you're trying to do your job and you're trying to manage yourself. And then all of a sudden, one big bag of stress slapping in your face and you have to say, no, 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 no. You have to, take, you have to step back. And this reached enough time. You have to step back and say, no. I can't make this affect me. I have all, my feelings are valid. And I have all reasons to be stressed or have all reasons to be feeling a particular way, but I can't make that stop my job or my work because this is how I pay my bills. So unfortunately, and um, we don't have that support. Like we don't, there's not a lot of um, formal structure where we can get mm-hmm. that support, where we're stressed out, um, where we can 
go and lean on somebody else to pull the weight that we can't that that's falling down in one section of the the small business that we that we have we have to really rely on ourselves um and that's really i feel like that's the the biggest problem we have right now um what's my next question how do you actually pull yourself out of negative emotions like when you get stressed out when you feel depressed and anxious any sort of um negativity that affects your work how do you pull yourself out of that um it's just I think it's really like specific to a situation but like most of the time I tell myself that things are not permanent if that makes any sense so, like, sometimes when I think that something is really, like, weighing down on me, I always think, like, probably six months' time, I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, why was that bothering me so much? And mm-hmm. that's one of the thoughts that I have that kind of, like, anchors me in a certain space. As well as I feel um, that I'm once I'm able to put in work, like, once I still have my hand, um and everything I can probably just pull my headspace together to try and get myself into a kind of space where okay I can still do work or I can still move forward once I can still do work or I can still be capable of doing something that's like enough motivation for me and I set up for me alone because that's not going mm-hmm. to work for a lot of people so yeah. for me I just think you know all right I think about okay I want to say I want to buy something and I don't have enough money to buy that. That's one thing where I'm just like, okay, I don't have the money, but I have two hands. I have social media. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what pushes me. So I'm just like, okay, I feel, um, let's say somebody upset me or I feel something. Usually my, my problems strictly come from finances. Like I'm not even going to like shadow anything. It's usually that that bothers me the most. But like any other human being, like there's other stuff. There's a family, there's your friends. And there's other stuff that kind of like bother you. So, I mean, like I said, it's just specific to what is bothering me. If it's something financial, then yeah, I'm going to just like knock myself in my head or something and just like, girl, get some work or just um, put up, you know, them little affirmation type things. Just stick it on my mirror and say, yo, you need to do this by X time or whatever and try to motivate myself. Or I keep people around me that can push me. And then um, aside from that, um, when it comes down to more emotional stuff, like let's say I'm having a problem with my family and I feel down about something with some kind of relationship, then um, that would be more you know, more of an expressive type thing, whereas I'd more um, either try to figure it out between me and the person. I don't really draw, like, it just depends on what I pull, um, what I interfere with art. I don't really mix everything in my life, per se, if that makes any sense. So, some things mm-hmm. are meaning, mm-hmm. yeah, some things are some problems. I can't, like, me doing art doesn't help with that specific problem. So, mm-hmm. yeah. If I'm feeling down still, um, you know, it's always good to, to um, just, just even if it's one hour, um, spend some time like creating something, just writing or painting or whatever it is that makes, that lifts your mood. And that kind of just keeps you like on a level 
where once you're not like steaming from the ears and angry or you're not stabbing on the floor, then you know, that's a place where... I heard stabbing on the floor first. And I no, think- stabbing, stabbing. <laughs> no, but something wrong with me. Why would I... That's not my opinion. Right. I think that's, that's really specific to a person. Like, that's not something I can like, like okay, you know? No, but that's something so, specific- how you pull yourself because really and truly, everybody's unique. For me, I usually keep my emotional stuff in a book somewhere to the side. Like mm-hmm. a style writes, I write, I write poetry. I didn't really realize that I was writing poetry until I read it over. I'm like, wait, this kind of rhyme. This kind of this kind of have a little flow to it. And I said, oh, it's poetry. It's poetry. I literally just um spend my money on self-care. Um mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go do my hair. I'll do my nails. I'll go. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally the same. Like I don't, yeah. I don't really. It's like it just depends on what it is. Then I'd probably put it into my work. But technically, I don't really mix them. Like I come in people that can do that, but I don't really, I don't really mix the two that much. The only I way, like I, I can pull me out of like out of a depressive state is if one, it's going to help with something that I'm trying to achieve or two, it um is a distraction, like um an escape. So like if I'm feeling down and I just want to be by myself, then yeah, I go paint something. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it makes me feel better. Look, I don't really necessarily channel the emotions into the work. I just kind of just do it to feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real, because I don't know, I guess because the type of work that I don't know what we do is more feel good stuff you know so probably that has a lot to do with it and the the type of art that we do because you do digital art and um visual arts I do photography I mean I feel like probably musicians and writers would more yeah um, they're more the yeah they would probably be more the ones that would channel their their negative emotion into into I shouldn't I don't know if I should call it negative emotion, but you know the bad stuff, the the stuff that make you feel sad. You can channel that into their work. For me too, what I love to do other than self care, I like to sleep off my problems. <laughs> so if me feel sad, the first thing me want to do is take a nap. Because <laughs> no, because normally I'm awake by the time I wake up, I feel better. I'm gonna forget about the problem. I have a, a me dream about Beyonce or something, and I dream about Beyonce two nights ago. And I'm gonna dream about a picture, wow. with her. yeah. I have a picture with her. I'm gonna want to post it, but remember, like, I'm looking at the picture, so I was like, Should I post this? I'm but fully busy, really, fully, yeah, girl. It, that, that was my biggest problem at the time. So, so that's the thing with sleep, you just step away from reality for a second and you wake up. I've, I commend people who can channel their bad feelings into exercise. I wish. I wish I was one of them, but I am not. Because if I was bare abs and fatty and tie, girl, because <laughs> when I'm done exercising, I'm done tick up. The ones that can channel that into something physical are the chosen ones, I swear. Yeah, the only physical thing I can channel it into is probably stabbing. No, I'm not saying that. I'm going to definitely leave that. 
is 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 probably like no, I'm not gonna be real. I can't eat. physical. Despite not gonna fight, I'm not gonna do nothing positive physically for channel my emotions. So we have to just take that off of the table. <laughs> there are some people that dance. Like I feel like people that really like put them heart and soul into the art that is dance. I feel oh. like they're able to. It's me. And the stallion, and and Shensia, and the <laughs> version of that. So feel better. But so another <laughs> another. <laughs> so another question. So there's this thing called impostor and in experience of believing that you're not as competent to be and can apparently can affect anyone no matter their social class their social status work history skill level degree expertise no, in no matter so the, like probably even Beyonce this is the second time I call Beyonce name in this but it's Beyonce's birthday right now when I'm filming happy birthday shout out to the queen the queen bee yeah my girl Anyway, I'm so sorry. I got carried away. Right. Imposter syndrome. So have you ever felt like this? Like the success or the praise or the compliments that you're getting, you don't feel like you deserve them or you feel like you you should, like you're okay where you're at, but you feel like you're not nowhere near where you're supposed to be. Um, That's probably the story of my life. Um... I feel there's just so many things with that because sometimes I feel like like when I first started out art, it's just mm-hmm. that because I already knew a lot of people, they were just like, yeah, oh my gosh, she's so amazing. Da, da, da. Just because they already knew me or mm-hmm. something like that. Like I've never, like I know that I'm talented or I know that I'm capable of doing things or, or stuff like that. But sometimes when I get praises, it's just like, why are you guys behaving like that? You know, or Mm-hmm. And then I feel like under the weather too. Not under the weather that not make no sense. I feel like like under the, the what should I say? Like under the radar, I don't like make make these thoughts known. So like I just be like, okay, thank you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like, deep down, I feel like not even just me, I feel like a lot of people feel this way. And then like say this is Tuesday and then by Wednesday I'm just like, don't say, um, my body, my body, you know, and you're looking at the mirror and say, yeah, my And it's just like alternating, I get. But at the same time, even when you do feel like, okay, yes, I'm great at what I do, there's always this thing where you're just like, I can be better. I've never been at a comfortable place ever. Like, there's always something else that I can learn. There's always something else that I can do. And Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like once you get comfortable in a space like that, that is very dangerous. Um, yeah, so that's that. yeah, for me with imposter syndrome, I literally at any point think I am like, I know that I am in my head, I'm just decent. So when people tell me, give me compliments, like, I'm like, why the hell? Are you lying to me? But I'm not gonna tell them that. I'll just I just, I just I take it and I'm like okay and like I'll I'll get compliments and I just brush them off and then let me get one criticism. I said like, Jesus God, oh my God, I'm still upon the criticism for the rest of my life. Like I remember the first set of like the first photo shoot 
would I say official? I did it for my friend. She did like a swim with swimsuit line. And she asked me to take the pictures. I'm not sure why, because I didn't even have a professional camera yet. I guess she saw I she saw something me liking. I don't encourage her to to ask me to take them. So I did take them, take the pictures, and I liked them. I was like, all right, let me put them, let me make a page, let me start, you know, this photography thing. Cause somebody else they encouraged me to to show my work. Um uh, so I was like, all right, so I show these people in this group and they're like girl let me try your door look good i was like jesus christ <laughs> and they're like yeah you need to do better than that blah 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 and they're like you need to get this other photographer that was in the group they're like get this guy for, to forget your tips because no so mind you mind you <laughs> looking back at it now pictures they have their flaws but the way these people were behaving was very unwarranted mm-hmm. it was unwarranted like i feel like and that they were behaving like this because yeah criticism hurts but i'm not one that will, will take i'm not one that will take criticism and like i don't take it bad move it will probably hurt my feelings but make us go one side so don't get my feelings and then review i'm nearly, nearly quit photography come here i said no them are them are drug them them numb me up and to this day, I can't forget it. So every every um like bad thing anybody has ever told me, I'm sit on it. I'm sit on night and stew, and I can get ten compliments and two um critics like bad um reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm still and the bad reviews alone me at board. Like that's all that matters, and that really and that feeds into my imposter syndrome because I'm like you know well maybe. Maybe those two people are making more sense than the other people them. Maybe they know what they're saying. And really and truly, like that's why I I always and this is why I take criticism. I try to take it um in stride and try to really examine my work because I am always trying to improve because I'm self-taught. I feel like part of this 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 imposter syndrome stems from the fact that I'm self-taught and I have to really analyze my own work to see if I'm improving or not. Mm-hmm. So that's really and truly my office step back. And one way I've learned to deal with it, I've identified like mentors that I can trust with my feelings. Meaning if them sit so you know the work with them don't like, they can say, Ashley, XYZ, you need to change that. You need to change that. And I can trust them that they're not going to say, ew, girl, that's disgusting. Delete that. Why you put the light over there? Why the skin do have no pores? I'm going to do that. Oh, no, I did that one time, but that was years ago. Why, you know, like they'll talk to me <laughs> like a person. I'm not trying to tear me down. So for anybody else that's like going through like that particular thing, my advice is to find people that you can trust not to give you criti- criticism too harshly like they can look at it yeah from a good place because they want you to grow and i trust these people i've had a few um uh that 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 have been following should i say following me along my career they've been with me along my career and they've helped me so that's really and truly how i manage that because really and truly 
if I did ever make that takeover, I would have quit photography a long ass time ago because mm-hmm. I didn't even want to post my work. And that leads into like perfectionism. And before I get into perfectionism, I'm going to do a quick ad from Pepsi. Drink Pepsi. Pepsi is not sponsoring me, but you know, manifestation, you know, Pepsi. So this is anyway, a Pepsi manifestation type. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not get the sponsorship yet, girl. But if Pepsi yeah, wants to sponsor yeah, me, yeah. this is where I would put the ad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Manifestation, thank you. Yes. Back to what we were saying. Um, perfectionism. Do you feel like, you, like you've had a piece of work that you were doing and you just keep going over and over it again because you just want it to be perfect? Mm-hmm. And it's like... You can't, like, you can't, like, for me, sometimes my other things I do, and because of that, I don't put it out. That's personal projects, though. That's not client work. Obviously, my alpha go, my alpha. But, like, because I want it to be perfect. So, that ever reach you yet? I mean, pretty much all the time. Because even with client work, like, sometimes I'm doing something for somebody, because sometimes I get, like, um, digital painting, like, commission work. And it's like, I take longer to send it out because I want to change this, I want to fix this or whatever. And even though the person will be getting drafts or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, I love you, whatever. I'm like, oh, I want to change this or I want to move this. So, yeah, I have my times where I'm just like, when am I ever going to be satisfied with this piece of work? I just have to just send it off eventually. And not even just with clients, like even with my personal stuff. The other day I saw this mm-hmm. meme where it was just like, um, there's three books. There's a very skinny book. There's a medium-sized book that's also very small. And then you have a big, thick mm-hmm. book. And it's like the skinny one is art that I like. Um, no, art that I've completed and that I like. Um, the medium-sized book is art that I have completed but I don't like. And then you have the big, big, big book where it's just like art that I don't mm-hmm. like and I've never finished. So, yeah, I mean, like... That's literally how how it is in reality. Like it's just like, am I going to touch this up? Am I finished? Can I change this? Can I do this? And then eventually you just have to tell yourself, like, you know, um just start working on something else. Like you can't spend your entire life on one thing. Um, you know, given mm-hmm. how the world works, you know, nobody's going to wait on you to be the perfect artist. Literally, nobody's going exactly. to wait on you. So, you know, just, just, you have to tell yourself, like, me personally, I have to be like, okay, next, next piece, let's go. Because I remember one time yeah. I posted, uh, um, I did a painting of, of, of Rico Nasty, but like with the clothes, I never, um, there's this part of behind her with some, some orange clothes, but I never like shaded out the clothes fully. I kind of made them look kind of sketchy. And then my friend linked me and he mm-hmm. was like, I don't think that that's, that piece is finished, you know. And then I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's criticism, oh, no. but it's just like he's my virgin and him. Like, I think he even, well, I don't remember if it was Tutor and messaged me. And then I was just like, you know, you're right, but my not, you see, once I go back to it, I know that I'm going to end up changing like a billion things. So I was like, you know what? I'm not touching it again, you know? It's, it's You know, sir, I am going to be honest. I did not 
see that. I've looked at that picture so many exactly. times. Exactly. Like, oh, you know? describe it. I mean, I said, what is girl a top boy and picture? Come me never pay attention to the background. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is, I actually saw, you know, I actually saw what he meant because like the entire thing was fully shaded out and then the clothes are like kind of sketchy. But I'm like, you know what? That was just creating contrast because like I'm not fixing. I'm not, ch- I don't even think that it needs to be fixed. But I'm not going back to it. Like, sometimes you have to tell yourself, say, you know what? It's perfect. So it's, it's like, you have to tell yourself yeah. that it's perfect. And then that can give you, like, energy to move on to somewhere else. Because I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's Honestly. It's weird. Me never see it. <laughs> me never, me, I don't know. Me want to look on it. Me want to look on that picture. Well, they want to look the phone. Wait, me can't do that right now. Me try multitask. Come on, cause really and truly, can I? Um, I don't post a lot, so it's there on my page. My pull is up right now. Oh, wait, no, that's the video. I thought, wait, is it the one with the robot arm? Yeah. But, man, uh, wait, what is the unfinished about this? So, the. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's how looking at this. It's just like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I went back to this, I'd just end up being a bag of things. Because um, the, the, I, should we be talking about this on a podcast? Because like nobody can say what I thought, bro. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I will, I will link the picture in the description for you guys so you can go and look at it. <laughs> but, but like, so basically the orange thing that's coming out of the go- it's pretty much like smoke to me, but um smoke or clothes. Yeah, yeah. I mean however you want to look at it, I don't really care. But it's it's not that deep for me. But like um it kinda have like some black outline on oh. top of it. Like you can see where I sketched and then mm-hmm. I painted the orange over the black line. So it's just like he was just like, why you never just and I'm just, I like how it looks, like, I like how it looks, <laughs> I would have put in more black lines, like, whatever it is. I mean, considering it's, a, it looks kind, the type of art kind of looks, um, sketchy. what's that art called? Yeah, it looks sketchy, so I feel like it's in line, I feel like the only thing, I, I agree with you, I would put more black lines in it, but really, actually, it's neither here or there, because me not even know to. Yeah, exactly, so, I mean, some, that, that's, that goes to show, like, sometimes, Suppose it was me, like, I finished this artwork and then I look on it and I'm just like, oh, something's wrong with the the, the, the smoke. And then I'll be just there trying to figure it out. When I could have just posted it as, as is and it looks fine. It's, it's great. And that gives me time to move on to something else because at the end of the day, you know, it's not that deep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's like my style per se. So, yeah. Like you see, that's a good example because that from his perspective, he would have probably done more from your per from my perspective. Oh my god. Let me go to the podcast. Let me go to the podcast. Did I answer this on the phone? Wait. Is Apple tripping? Did, did, did Apple just answer this from the laptop? Cause um no it didn't because that would be crazy. I hope I can edit this also now because I can't. It's have to just stay. I'm sorry. Um what me ask? What me did I say no? From my perspective, that did look fine. From his perspective, yeah. you know, he would have added so everything is personal. 
lifestyle. And like, you're right. You have to give yourself boundaries. You have to say at a certain point, you have to say, no, girl, no. It's time to move on. Put it out. Put it out. And move on. Especially with personal work. And that's really where I'm at right now with everything. Um, with my YouTube channel, especially. I've been doing YouTube for two years. And I've only had four vlogs. And because I literally hate everything that I record. I've been recording stuff and deleting it. Recording <laughs> vlogs. I have most of t- almost 10 vlogs that I've recorded and I've deleted. Of me working at Rebel Salute traveling all in something there i'm a delete coming because of some flaws that i found in there but i feel like if i was just putting out work from back then instead of nitpicking i would have been a lot further in that space right now i've decided to you know ashley whatever record some edit it get feedback but your feedback right now is not important because your feedback right now is what's holding you back so get feedback from other people and then put it out because that's the boundary I have to set with myself and why even with this podcast I was supposed to do this from when did I decide I decided this year I wanted to do it and Mago let in the audience on a little inside thing this is actually the second recording <laughs> of this one this episode well, come and listen to the first one I must say no I'm not really fully like this so this is me with my perfectionism redoing it but Rue is very patient with me so this is my book because if this does if me I don't know if you're going to be more patient <laughs> it's a love <laughs> don't it I feel like you don't run anybody else and say listen man, I do that's over I know <laughs> you know it's <laughs> But if you say if this one, if me re-listen this one, I'm just not like it really and truly. This that is the boundary. I'm gonna put it the same way, and you guys are going to be hearing it. So, like I said, for everybody else who's having that particular problem, just set boundaries, set limitations on time, time itself as well. Like if yes. you spend, so you spend three days on a painting, or or you say you want to spend three days on a painting, and you see going over to four or five a week two weeks then you need to check yourself like literally because that is in itself can be destructive so whether you're going to end up with uh, let's say end up with amazing piece but like the amount of work for the amount of time you should always put that into consideration because the earth is going to always be spinning so you can't spend too much it's like you in one spot for this entire two weeks exactly and then everybody else is like moving around you so exactly. Um, yeah, it's very important to kind of like limit yourself, even though you want everything to be, um, ideal. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem too, no? Like if you sit and worry about if it's perfect or not, that will drive you crazy. And you can't allow yourself to be, um, driven crazy by your pros- your progress. Because where you are right now, is not where you're going to be in a year after you've been working and putting out work consistently. Because you're going to grow. You're not going to stay the same place. Especially with art and art styles, I feel like it changes every probably decade or so. So, Drastically. Yeah. Like, even mine, it would take a decade for mine to change. Because, like, I feel like I've been learning, like, 
new style. Even this this piece that we're talking about, mm-hmm. both the orange cloud them. That was my first time trying that style, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to build on this style. So yeah, you yeah, can't definitely. being the first time. I couldn't spend too much time on it. Like I did it, and I just move on to the next piece that I want to practice the same style on. So mm-hmm. like everything is just a learning process. You can't. The only time I feel like you should be spending a lot of time on something like um, is if you're getting paid for it to spend that amount of time on it. Exactly. Apart from that, apart from that, it doesn't really make that much sense. Right. Know? Right. And I complete. I completely. I completely agree. And whoa, what was I going to say? Yo, Matt and Transpan is ridiculous. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> did finish my thought. Like, if you're going to spend a lot of time on something, because they have some artists, is that mm-hmm. they sell a piece based on how much time they they spent on it. They're like. Um, this 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 piece was three thousand four hundred hours, and yeah, and that's how they put the value onto the work. Cause it's just like this took me three thousand four hundred hours. So you know, say, um, maga charge you two million feet, you know. So I guess it's like to each his own. It's just something that I advise two against. Million. Yeah, <laughs> it's just something that I advise against. Cause it's just like okay, um, yeah, it's it's just. Art, the art community, I think that there aren't much rules. Like, even though may is something now, like, okay, we say limit yourself. Um, there are some artists that don't limit themselves and it turns out to be, like, valuable to them to not limit themselves. Because I just thought about that, that there are artists That's like true. that. Where true. I remember Nipsey, Nipsey dead, um, hold on, before you said I thought, Nipsey dead, like, one year now, and it's, mm-hmm. like, since the anniversary of his death, I saw this painter just posting a painting that she did of him, which she took the entire year, you know, like, between work and whatever, mm-hmm. to, to just to finish the painting. So I'm like, that's something I would not do. <laughs> like, I would not, um, especially come and I get paid, and there's a chance that it doesn't get sold, but there's also a chance that it gets sold. So it's like, Artists that work like that, them them they're on the edge of life because it's just like them no know if, <laughs> if all of that if all of that work is either going to be so it, it, it's like me can't live on the edge there so me limit myself. They're not giant them. They're not giant <laughs> them. I feel like okay, so I think that's in my opinion where that um, the differentiation with that is is when you're managing your art as a business as opposed to a passion. So like when mm-hmm. it's a business, you really have to either be your own manager or get a manager. So you have to, that's why we're saying limits or set, li- put boundaries and limitations on it. Because as a, in a, from a business perspective, you can't spend all your time on one piece. That not gonna be fin- that's not financially responsible. That's not, that doesn't really make sense in the long run, right? Because you mm-hmm. need to be making money from a it's just your passion you're doing it between like other jobs then that makes sense because you're doing something that you love and you don't really there's no true end goal so yeah it can be sold still but that's not the main purpose so you're doing it because you know you you like a particular something like she was doing it as a tribute i'm assuming so that's yeah, probably yeah. why it took that long. And but personally, as a from a business standpoint, that might not be as realistic. Um, as well as it could because you know, some of these artists, those well-established artists, can take their time. 
and say, okay, I'd spent six months on this particular project and people and, and that energy and time they put into it, they can get back and revenue. That, yeah, that's what I was Equal, because, but they know that it's equal because they've reached a certain level of success. Life so it really depends. Sorry? I said, like I said, they're on an edge. <laughs> yeah, you listen, flow or whatever, the internet is shake and... <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me. It's over I don't your, think like, it's mine now because, like, when your phone rings, you chip out. So, probably it's like our phone's receiving signals and it like messes with the thingy. Probably, probably. Because sometimes you dip in and out, unfortunately. But yeah, back to what you were saying. Um, yeah, so really and truly, it depends on the person's style and what how they more really approach life because you can take what we are saying or you can do it and live on the edge as Rue would like to phrase it <laughs> um me can't live on the edge because guess what my car payments and my bills them don't live on the edge with me um i i cannot <laughs> i do like i said i'm not doing the starving artist thing i have i'm very i maintenance and i have nobody i maintain me i maintain myself so unfortunately you know, so me can't live on the edge. Me can't join that as much as I would like to. Because those people, have you ever watched those like artsy American movies where they have like, they wear like very, they have this particular style of dressing and they just seem artsy. Their entire life seems like completely engulfed in like emotions and meaningfulness and everything they do is meaningful. And, you know, they their entire life is just like living on the edge. I wish... I wish I could run away, not run away to America. I'm putting that out there because currently I'm in America. Government, United States government, I'm not running away. I'm just talking in a in an ideal world. Anyway, I have to put that disclaimer there just in case, I don't know, my FBI agent listening. Sometimes I want to run away and go off and live in a little artsy, edgy world there where I'm going to draw. And, you know, I'm going to paint, I'm going to take pictures of, black and white like a black and white coffee cup panel outside of a railing upon the edge of a cliff hanging off something bungee jumping into the water and, and then when the bungee jump in the water I'm going to take a picture of the fish when we, when, we, when we meet at the edge of the water when we're day in there that, I don't think that description made any sense but it made sense in my head that was I don't know if y'all were following <laughs> <laughs> like you think about this alive <laughs> I'm going to be honest that what I just said that just came off the top of my head I want to what was that? What was that? What was my <laughs> Someone just moved. <laughs> Someone just moved in my room and find me. I don't know what that was. But my girlfriend, my girlfriend, wait. I don't like, I don't like sudden movements, okay? <laughs> um, Someone just moved in the room and it's either something drop off of the flowers or something's gonna like kill me. Um, we'll find out soon, I guess, because I'll just be dead on the podcast and it will never come out. <laughs> you live a good little life still. <laughs> I, mean, I, feel so. I don't think so because I haven't met Beyonce yet. You know? <laughs> so until I meet Beyonce, my life isn't complete. So, whew. all right, moving on. I'm going to pretend like that never am. Where's, let me look on my list. May I try to distract myself? Right. So, Minutes, I'm running out of question. Wow. I'm running out of question. 
Yeah, well, they have shot for almost almost. We are giving um suggestions and helpful tips, really and truly. One tip, one tip: you should definitely, if you find things being too overwhelming, you should definitely seek professional help. If you, if the depression, anxiety is getting too much, where it's affecting your work, like I said earlier, psychiatrists, it's it's a for and against argument whether or not. It's no, these people upstairs. Do you hear that? Wow, I can actually hear it. This disrespectful. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> Let me not finish this. Why? It makes a sentence. Anyway. Don't use the negative energy and fuel your your what your 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 art, and then it ends up wrecking you. So take yourself and go see a therapist. I know therapy is not that cheap in Jamaica. I know therapy is not that cheap in Jamaica, but there are online resources where you like forty dollars. I see if I can find it. I don't I haven't used it. I'm just saying there's that resources. I don't actually know if they're good, but there's that. Um also I feel like even if you don't like we were saying earlier, even if you don't think what you're doing part no, like where your work is at no is good, you should never stop practicing because practicing is like a really key element. Like you can have a little smidget. Is that a word? Smidget. I like a tip of talent and it's really how much energy and work you put into nurturing that talent. Because, for example, Vincent Van Gogh, we're going to ignore the fact that he cut off his ears. What I want us to focus on is that man never stopped painting his sunflowers, right? And people were telling him his work wasn't good. He was going through a lot and he never stopped up until I think the day he died, he was because he loved sunflowers he was painting like he that was his passion he never stopped even though he had self-doubt and was going through a lot of things never stop always practice and you will improve you have nothing to add um no really it's just i agree with that like um even with being consistent i always tell myself that talent is not all like you can be talented but once you're not consistent then it doesn't make any sense. Like, um, <clears throat> if you want to be successful, consistency has to be in the equation. The world does not owe you um, any money or any love because you have talent. There are like millions of talented people. The people who you millions. see or the people who you get to interact with or whatever are the people who are consistent um, with, you know, posting their content, just producing work. Those are the people that you're going to see. Um, you know, I guess say a person who do a one painting one day and the painting is great and then you don't hear nothing else out of them. So yeah, that's probably even one thing that I struggle with and that's probably a part of my mental like thing as well. Um sometimes with even depression, you just not feel like get up out of your bed. So you have to remind yourself or you have to be like, you know, this is what I need to do. And this like I said earlier on. Like, I try to pinpoint what I want to achieve. So I want to buy X or I want to be at X or I want to end up at X place. Then the actions that I do now 
are what um kind of like adds to the equation or adds to me being and adds to me being consistent for example so yeah that's basically how you have to um deal with your work and how you have to do you know getting to where you want to get despite you know all the other things that might be bothering you and as well as you need to um even if you're going through all this stuff also make time for it so like you were saying go to a therapist if you if you're not going to a therapist then you can probably try meditation sleep (laughs) you know don't (laughs) overwork yourself um if you're feeling down you don't have to like create because you know this is what I owe to the world. I owe the world to be consistent. Yeah, you should be consistent, but you, you also need to um, consider your mental health because if you don't have your mental health, then you have nothing else. So. Right, because there, there's a point where you need to know that, okay, I put in as much as I can. And at this point, this is it. I need to take a step back, relax, and re- come again. Because, like you say, you can't overwork yourself. And especially if you are, are a creative person, it's probably not a good idea to, as a form of relaxation to go and do that thing that you're making money from. So for me, if I'm taking a break, me don't want to take a picture. Don't ask me for taking a picture. I'm, like, I'm dead serious. Like, this reached me already. I'm on vacation with, like, uh, my nonprofit group one time. And they're like, actually, where's your camera? I was like, where's my what? <laughs> don't ask me to take it <laughs> okay i'm off the clock like sometimes i'll take i'll take my phone out because it's different with my phone because it feels less formal so i'll take my phone i'll take a little picture of the plant you know i might take a picture of somebody if they didn't ask me but me no want to take a picture what i'll do is i'll go draw i'll go write i'll go sing i can't sing so that's not really though nobody not asking for no i feel like people know i can't sing if you follow me on my instagram right now there are three video clips up on my instagram of me screeching so i can't sing but i'll do any other form of creative um output so i can feel relaxed then i did get like a list of stuff online can you know me do my research me do my research i'm saying you can go to an art gallery a museum any other creative space a bookstore read a book you know look through life with with, um new fresh lens go on a walk go what else is say i'm some there something that will relax you and boost creativity because you really and truly need to step away from stuff step away from it um and recharge basically or like i said go and get a fish i personally love self-care i love shopping and i love making myself look pretty that's also what I do. So, yeah. And that's how I keep mentally content. And I wouldn't say mentally healthy. I'm not going to pretend like I have it my, all my, my ducks in a row. But I feel like this was a very productive conversation. It's almost over an hour. Um, and we did that chat. I feel like we, you've, you've pointed out some really good points through um thanks for coming on the podcast a second time with me to talk about mental health and in the creative space and how we handle it um do you have any final thing to say or any projects that you have coming out you want anybody to know about um no not that i don't know i've been working on like probably three different things 
not simultaneously, but you know, I kind of sketched them out and said, okay, I'm going to do these three things. Mm-hmm. But it's um, not anything that I really want to disclose. And yeah, right. Yeah, repoints, I think I've, I've spoken a lot. So, you know, mm-hmm. just, just skip back into the next part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you will hear next point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining us again for our second episode of Bus Ears. I do not know what the next topic it will be as yet, but stay tuned and find out. Follow us on all social media pages. I, I don't know the social media I out on my head. I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to be a professional. But follow us. I'll have it linked to the description. Thanks for listening, guys. And bye. Catch you later. <laughs>